Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. go empty your mind. That's foolishness. What I'm telling you to do is, is fill your mind. Fill your mind with, with thoughts. What, why did you do this? What, what was this about? We've talked about it before. I mean, just, just to, to take the time to consider, why would God create mangoes? I think he did it for me. That, The Bible says that anybody who doesn't believe in God is a fool. Meditating on the Word of God is beneficial and energizing. In today's message, Pastor Robert discusses the difference between biblical meditation and Eastern religion meditation. Clearing your mind is foolishness. Setting your thoughts on God is wise. Be still and meditate on the Bible. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with part three of today's message from the book of Hebrews, chapter one. What has he said about himself in these things which he has made? It's a good thing to consider. It's a biblical, a biblical exercise. Do you understand? I'm not telling you go empty your mind. That's foolishness. What I'm telling you to do is, is fill your mind. Fill your mind with, with thoughts. What, why did you do this? What, what was this about? We've talked about it before. I mean, just, just to, to take the time to consider, why would God create mangoes? I think he did it for me. That, The Bible says that anybody who doesn't believe in God is a fool. That's the biblical definition of a fool, someone who doesn't believe in God. You know, yesterday I I got kind of tickled and annoyed at the same time reading a news article. One of the uh, the new, well, I guess it's not new, but it's at least it's new to me, the scientific theory that we're all Martians. Have you heard that one? How many of you have heard that one? You are a Martian. You just didn't know it. And um, the, the, the idea is, and I, I should have looked up the term, I, I can't remember the, the scientific term for it, but it's the idea that life actually began on Mars and, and there was none on planet Earth, but there was an explosion on Mars and a bunch of little rocks with microbes landed on Earth and that's how the Earth was seeded with life. And so we evolved on earth and became what we are now. And I read another article on a Christian news site that said, but you're missing the point of, you know, you're kind of kicking the can down the road here. How did life start on Mars? 
you still haven't answered the question. How did life start? And, and, and see, this, I love dialing things back. I'm not asking the question, how, how did living things begin? I'm asking, how did life itself come about? And there's only one answer for it. The Bible says anybody who doesn't believe in God is, is a fool. You know, it was really refreshing. When we were in the jungle, we didn't encounter anybody who didn't believe in God. Everybody had a belief. You didn't have to have a debate about whether or not there is a God. The only question is, who is he? What's he like? God has demonstrated his presence clearly, consistently. If you take the time to look around and meditate on it a little bit, you learn a lot. You learn a lot. But the only way to know God, I mean, truly know God, move beyond knowing about God, and know God, well, it's Jesus. It's Jesus. The point of the book of Hebrews is that he came so that we could know him. See, a lot of times we don't understand Jesus. Jesus came so that we can know God. He, he is God manifesting himself, expressing himself. Colossians 1.15 tells us he is the image of the invisible God the firstborn over all creation. For by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things. And in him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he may have the preeminence. For it pleased the Father that in him all the fullness should dwell, and by him to reconcile all things to himself. By him, whether things on earth or things in heaven, having made peace through the blood of his cross, the image of the invisible God. You know, I was thinking about this. I'm so grateful I don't have an invisible wife. You know how hard that would be? I mean, that would be a real challenge, wouldn't it? Your, your wife's invisible. We had an invisible God. Until Jesus changed that. Do you understand? You, I mean, it's just virtually impossible to know an invisible God. Jesus changed that. God is knowable. The brightness of his glory. Verse 2 of Hebrews chapter 1 says, The brightness of his glory. The express image of his person. Again, see, I, I, I don't know about you, but I grew up with that idea of God that, that you know, needed to kind of always be, you know, the, the fear of the Lord, you know, you got to be really careful because he's already a little bit angry with you. And, and if Jesus doesn't kind of keep him under control, you might just get squashed. One wrong move, and it's all over. You're going to hell because he's eager to send you there. But for Jesus. No, that's not, that's not accurate. Do you understand that's not accurate? The Bible is telling us in Hebrews chapter 1, and it'll repeat itself, in Colossians chapter 1, that Jesus is the express image, the brightness of his glory. 
visible image of the invisible God. God becoming knowable. That's point number two. In Christ, our creator becomes knowable. He's not the invisible God anymore. No, he's knowable. We don't have to settle for knowing about God. See, that's the thing that just blew me away as a man in my mid-20s when I realized he wants me to know him. He already knows me. You realize he already knows you, right? He knows you. Sometimes people, you know, you know, the Lord knows my heart. Yeah, he does. He does. He knows just how imperfect we all are. He knows us. He wants us to know him. We don't know him. And, and, and the beautiful thing, that's, that's, it's a wonderful and never-ending process, knowing him, getting to know him. You know, I joked about you know, having an invisible wife. We, we've been married 21 years. And I'm still getting to know her. And she's still getting to know me. And it's fun. The infinite, invisible God who created heaven and earth put skin on so that you could get to know him. Why, why would he do that? You know, my, my, it was one of the first questions my mother-in-law asked me. You know, we went, we went to Denmark to visit Elizabeth's mom and dad 20 years ago, and we're in their little house. You know, it's kind of weird. You know, the son-in-law, it's intimidating. And after dinner, my, my mother-in-law had gotten a little more comfortable, and we were talking about, you know, because Elizabeth had referred to them as atheists, and Eva said, no, we're not, we're not atheists. We're just not really sure what we believe. After all, why would God become a man? That's, that's a great question. It's a great question. Two answers. Number one, because he loves you so much. Number two, because of that love, he wants you to know him. He wants you to know him. I get that. I realized, you know, I, as a young man, I, I debated whether or not we should have children, and Elizabeth and I discussed it. You know, I wasn't confident that I could be a good, solid, godly dad because I, I knew that I was pretty selfish, pretty impatient, kind of hard to get along with. We're so glad you joined us today for Pastor Robert's teaching in the book of Hebrews. We hope you've been encouraged by what you heard. If you'd like to listen again to today's message or find more from the study in this book of the Bible, visit MainThingRadio.com and click on Podcast. If you'd like to receive each new edition of Main Thing Radio as soon as it's made available, be sure to subscribe while you're there. This program is a ministry of Pastor Robert Fountain and Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. If you're listening right now in Miami-Dade County, we want to meet you. Come by Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach on Sundays for our weekly services at 9 a.m. or 11 a.m. or at 1 p.m. for a time of worship and Bible study. You'll find out more about the church at MainThingRadio.com or give us a call. Our phone number is 305-531-2730. When you call, let us know how we can be praying for you. That number again is 305-531-2730. We believe strongly in the power of prayer 
and we want you to know that we're often lifting our listeners up to the Lord. Would you do the same for us? We know God is moving in people's lives, and we're so blessed to be a part of it. Thanks for praying for us, and thanks for listening today. Pastor Robert will return soon for another edition of Main Thing Radio.